Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, welcome back to Send It With Steph. I'm Steph Fleckenstein, your host, and today I'm going to be talking about kind of the struggles of moving away from home as an athlete for sea racers specifically. That generally means moving to Europe, which is something that I'm doing for the first time this year, spending a full season over here, and it's definitely an adjustment because I've moved away from home at a very young age, obviously, with ski racing. You have to leave your house when you're around like 14 or 15. You start traveling a lot, and you really learn how to live out of a suitcase, but I didn't spend a full season in Europe until this year. I obviously moved away to school for three years where... I was living in the States and that was different than being at home, but I still knew that I was close enough to Canada that I could just go home (laughs) if anything went wrong. Like I knew that I could go home or I was close enough home that my parents could come see me and I obviously have family in the States too, so that made things slightly easier, but being in Europe is definitely a full adjustment period in itself because it's totally different. It's around the world. Um, I mean, I live on the West Coast, so it takes like 18 hours of just flying to get here, let alone all of the other hassle of traveling. So it definitely feels very permanent. And that can be scary for some people. I know for me, I think going to school really helped with being away from home and being on my own because I spent a lot of time on my own. And I learned how to deal with things that I don't think I otherwise would have. But I think that just for a general person, moving away from home for the first time is definitely scary. And I guess this podcast will be a little bit of my experience, but also some tips and tricks I've learned along the way that have really helped me adjust and also just helped me not panic because it can be stressful at times. So this season, obviously, I've joined a team based out of Europe, which means that we actually have apartments over here, which is a huge game changer because every time I've come to Europe in the past, like I've been here for months at a time, but I've always gone home after and having an apartment makes it feel very, very permanent, which is kind of nice because you can move in, you can make it your own and it feels more like you have your own space over here. Whereas if you're just traveling from hotel to hotel or just fully living out of your suitcase I feel like that is what's the most mentally fatiguing for traveling athletes because you never really get a break you're constantly stressed about packing and unpacking and being just moving so I do think having an apartment makes it slightly less stressful or having like a home base um, whether that's a storage unit or an apartment I'm personally very thankful to have an apartment because I always feel more centered and comfortable when I know I have a place to go to that's kind of like mine so that is definitely something that's making this experience easier for me I know that a lot of professional athletes do not have apartments wherever they go and that can be kind of stressful but ski racing is sort of unique because the majority of the racers are from Europe. So they don't necessarily need a separate apartment away from their actual home because they can just go home between races or they can go home during longer breaks. Whereas for me, like right now I had a 
um, week long break. And I'm not necessarily like, I'm not going to fly 18 hours home, deal with a nine hour time change, deal with all the COVID requirements and shit that's going on right now. Excuse my language, but it's just kind of a mess to get home. So that's not really realistic for me, but it is very nice if you're European because they get to go home and while that has its perks, it also, I feel like can be a little bit distracting being kind of in front of your home crowd all the time. I mean, I talked about this in my mental health blog or my mental health podcast, but it is more exhausting being in front of a home crowd or having family members and friends around all the time because you do feel a lot more pressure to perform. Maybe that's just me actually, but I think it's probably a general feeling amongst athletes. Um, (laughs) Anyways, I'm getting so off topic here, but I guess having an apartment is something that I would highly recommend if you are going to be moving away to a different country or around the world and just having a home base or some type of space that you can have your own because that makes it makes it a lot easier on you and I feel like with all the mental stuff going on around sport it's definitely nice to have a place where you can just fully relax you can feel totally comfortable and kind of call your own but another thing I kind of mentioned this but something that's unique about these recent years is people athletes from like Canada and the U.S. when we come over to Europe not only are we having to deal with the regular COVID requirements and kind of overall panic, but we're having to do it in a totally foreign place. And I don't think people fully understand how taxing that is because yeah, sure. If you're from Italy, you get COVID while you're over here racing, you can go home and quarantine for 10 days or isolate or you have family around that can come and help you. And I definitely, I felt this a lot when I was at school. It felt like the Americans definitely had a more relaxed view on COVID and kind of the precautions because I think you just, when you're at home, you're not as stressed about getting it necessarily. Okay, that's kind of a broad statement. But I think when you're around family or you have sort of a security net around you, you feel more comfortable and it's not as scary a thing. Whereas when you're a fully international person, like getting COVID over in Europe is pretty stressful because one, you have no family over here to help you. Two, you're most likely going to be in either a hotel room or some random place by yourself for the entire duration of your isolation. And it's just kind of a, you don't know how things are going to go. Like obviously there's the health risks and There's so many other more complicated aspects of it, but I don't think people necessarily understand how big a toll that takes on athletes right now because it's just very stressful. You're constantly worrying about, oh my gosh, am I going to get sick? Am I going to have to quarantine somewhere? Am I going to have to do all these different things? And with being an athlete, like we're getting tested all the time because to go to races in order to make it safe, everyone's being tested and there's just obviously a higher number of positive cases because we are regularly testing, whereas the general public generally aren't testing as frequently. They don't, if they're asymptomatic, they're not going to go get a test, whereas majority of athletes are asymptomatic, but they're testing positive because we're testing all the time. Again, kind of off topic, but it is definitely more stressful being in Europe right now or being away from home 
as an athlete because you have to worry about COVID and it's not easy to get home. There are so many, especially with Canada right now, it's so hard for me to get home. And wow, that makes me, kind of gave me an ultimatum where I have to stay in Europe and I have to just embrace what's going on. It also is just kind of a sad reality where it's just a lot of work to go home. And that's not always the best thing, but something that I've kind of realized is helpful when it comes to COVID and being somewhere away from home is just kind of realizing that right now it's just the reality and you don't know what's going to happen. You have no control over the situation, so you may as well just continue doing things safely, wear a mask, um, (laughs) be aware of people around you and take the necessary precautions. And if you do that and you still test positive or people around you are testing positive, there's nothing you can do about that. And just kind of embracing the situation for what it is because the more you stress about it, it's just going to drag you down. It's going to exhaust you. And I think you see that a lot in us international athletes that are over in Europe or in different places. It's definitely fatiguing. And the more you worry about it, the more it's going to take out of you. So that's just like a general tip. I mean, I'm still working on it myself. It's obviously not something that's just going to go away, but it's something that is part of our reality now. And I guess we just all kind of have to learn to live with it because I don't think it's going away anytime soon. But yeah, just having an open mind about it all, knowing that there's people around who are going to help you. And if you ask for it, you're going to get help. But there's it's definitely stressful. On the COVID note also, I think it's created a lot more space between people. Like I know that a lot of athletes are having to kind of stay in their bubble right now which for some people is just them and their coaches so they're spending a lot of time alone even when you are on bigger teams there's just so much risk of exposure and so much going on right now that a lot of times you are alone I know that I'm alone right now and I don't think I would have handled it very well last year but I think the last year of COVID has really changed the way that I view my time alone so That's something else about, especially for skiers, being in Europe all the time, you don't have your like safety net of friends that you might at home or you don't have your parents or whatever it may be that you generally, whoever you may spend more of your time with, you have your teammates, your coaches. And I mean, if you have friends in Europe, that's great. (laughs) I personally do not have that many friends over here other than racers. And like I said, Europeans can go home. So I think when you are moving over to Europe for the first time like I am you just have to accept that you're going to spend a lot of time alone and it's not a bad thing you are going to get to do stuff that you wouldn't be able to do otherwise and that's just kind of the price of getting to be in Europe full time is you're going to be alone some of it and I I don't know I think it's just about embracing it and looking to do new things and not being afraid of kind of doing them alone because I know that that can trigger some social anxiety for people they don't want to like go for dinner alone or they don't want to go for hikes and stuff but I think the quicker you get over that kind of embarrassment of it or the fear of doing stuff alone the more fun you'll have like I have so much fun being alone I get to record podcasts and 
I get to go for walks and go to the grocery store. I don't know. Those are all such mundane tasks. But basically, that is a reality of being over here is there is time spent alone, especially over the holidays. And I think during normal years, it would be different. But with COVID, it's there's just not a lot of interaction. What I'm trying to say is being alone is not a bad thing. It's just kind of the reality. So embrace it and try to learn to do things that you like because that's something you wouldn't otherwise get to do like read a book or I don't know do something for me it was kind of starting a podcast and doing YouTube videos and um, writing blogs reading doing different things that I normally would be too busy to do or be balancing with social stuff something else about being in Europe full-time and I don't know if this is just because I'm very close with my family it makes me it's been a huge part of my life and I value my family time a lot and I value my like close friends a lot but being over here and well I guess I joined a new team with teammates that I haven't necessarily known for that long and coaches I haven't known for that long but it's you really have to embrace that those people are kind of like your new second family and you have to rely on them for stuff that you maybe wouldn't normally rely on friends or coaches for and you have to put a lot of trust that they're going to be there for you and that's kind of that's another huge part of just being away from home in general is kind of embracing the people around you and having maybe not a conventional relationship with them where it's more of a family member relationship and because I think that's really important I think just being away from home for so long it's it can be emotionally tiring on people so having an outlet and people that you trust around you is definitely gonna help with that and I found for me obviously the people I'm around the most are my teammates and coaches so just really putting a lot of like energy and time into those relationships and trying to grow them into something where there's a lot of mutual trust and respect is very important to me because yeah like I said I value my family time and I I like having people around me that I feel comfortable with and I can trust and you don't necessarily get that when you're on the road all the time so before I filmed this podcast or recorded this podcast I wrote down a bunch of questions that I wanted to know the answers to before or I would have wanted to know the answers to before moving to Europe so I'm going to go through those because if I was wondering them and I've been to Europe bunches of times and I've been ski racing for so many years I'm sure that there are other people wondering the same things and they're very simple but you know what I feel like it's important to share some of the stuff I've learned, even if I've only been here for a little bit. So first up, something that gives me an unnecessary amount of anxiety is checking out at grocery stores. <laughs> I don't know why, even in Canada and, and the US, for some reason I get very stressed out at checkouts. And I'm not sure if it's like I'm worried my cards are going to get declined or what's going on. But when I moved to Europe, Obviously, everything in Europe is different, and when you're ski racing, you're in a lot of small towns, so you might not be at a grocery store where people speak English, and just something that I wondered was what happens, like, (laughs) when you're checking out, how do you know how much to pay, how do you know what's going on, like, 
is it the same bagging situation? Anyways, I know it's like kind of a silly, dumb question, but I'm here to tell you that the grocery stores are not that different. I would say if there are scales in the produce section, make sure to weigh your fruit and veggies because so many times I've shown up to the cash and they get so mad at me because I forget to weigh the stuff because they don't have scales on their checkouts, whatever, scanners like we do in North America. Anyways, make sure to scan, I mean, to weigh your fruit and veggies because that is a huge tip. And then, I mean, they if they don't speak English, just hold out money and see what they say or scan your card. It's not that stressful. I know that I kind of overreact in that stuff. And I'd say like yesterday we went for a huge grocery shop and I was so stressed out that I just threw all of my groceries back in my cart and bagged them outside because they were going so fast. So if you feel uncomfortable in those situations, you are not alone. I, even though I've been here and I've been to Europe a million times, I still get stressed out in those situations. And sometimes it's best to just go outside with your groceries and bag them and, you know, get out of there as fast as you can. (laughs) Another thing that always came to my mind before moving here was laundry situations. And I think that if you're only going to Europe or going away for a couple weeks, it's not a huge deal. But if you're living in Europe for months at a time, it's definitely something to stress about. So my... One of my tips would be to bring like sink detergent or whatever bathtub detergent because it's easy to bring not enough underwear, not enough socks. And if you have that type of detergent, then you can just quickly wash them in the tub or the bath or or, or the sink. Um, And honestly, a lot of places now have laundry that you can use or I mean, our apartments have laundry machines, which is unreal because I do I need to do laundry a lot this is kind of my final final self question and also probably final point of the podcast but when you're in Europe make sure that you always have some sort of medical mask for COVID I know this is maybe not going to be a forever tip but in North America, I know you can wear cloth masks or homemade masks basically anywhere, but in Europe, they can be very strict about medical masks. So making sure that you have a medical mask on hand is definitely a pro tip. I've gotten in trouble at airports or in grocery stores before, and some places are strict, some places are not, but it's always nice to have something on hand just in case because you do not want to be the confused tourist who doesn't understand what the person is saying when all you really need is a different mask but that's I'm sure that you guys are tired of hearing my voice I'm honestly pretty tired of talking because wow these are questions that have entered my brain not necessarily sure other people have wondered them so I'm gonna end the podcast here but thank you for listening please make sure to check in every Thursday wherever you get listened to your podcasts and yeah I'll see you next week thank you for listening to Believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a 5 star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.